Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, folks. It's the summer term. Everything's on the turn, isn't it? Both exams, but also in the sort of pastoral sense of the word. The fruit trees are brimming with their annual crop, drooping down with God's bounty. What are you talking about, Sam? I've no idea. Literally got no idea. Um, it's a thing we try and talk about in class sometimes. So, uh, today we've got a double bill kicking off this new season of the Hurtwood Muse podcast with uh, two conversations. Two conversations both about uh, prison systems and how they function or don't all over the world. Uh, first off, we've got Ashton and Laura, and then we've got Kaz and Arlen. Um, they talk about cultural differences, they talk about issues surrounding criminality, reoffending rates, ethical considerations. Um, what else do they talk about? Oh, they talk about um, justice and rehabilitation and what constitutes effective versions of both of those things. And um, they also consider uh, in different ways uh, both duos the issue of treating the prison population with humanity these are important topics and i think they're really well handled first off we're going to have the conversation between ashton and laura and then it's over to kaz and Alan. we hope you enjoy stay tuned for more weekly episodes for this summer term uh, from hurtwood muse podcast we hope you learned something along the way until next time folks bye Hi, podcast listeners. It's Ashton and Laura. And Laura. We can do it one more time. Oh my gosh. Okay, you just say it's Ashton. Okay, you do it. You do it. You do it. Hi, podcast listeners. It's Laura. And Ashton. Yeah. So welcome back for another of our session. And today we're going to talk about a topic that's pretty new. It's a pretty recent thing that's mm. we realized that needs to be talked about. Like, I think it's quite an interesting subject. We would obviously we haven't told you what it is yet. Let's we should probably do that regarding to our government and everything. But before we do that, <laughs> before we do that, we just want to send our heart out to Ukraine and how they're fighting for the war and we just hope that mm. if anyone's out there wanting to help donate and we'll all send our prayers out to Ukraine and everyone around us and no wars should be happening right peace now. and love yeah okay so, so the the debate the talk whatever you want to call it today is um how come places like Norway and Switzerland have such low reoffending rates with relaxed criminal justice systems whereas places like the uk and america have more harsh and intense prisons in fact have higher reoffending rates laura do you want to take it away so me i'm actually from america my dad's um i haven't got much of an american accent as much anymore because i've been in the uk for a good few years but it's actually the same situation in the usa where there's lots of like reoccurring crime rates and you can tell that crime rates are actually really high in here and what we're trying to say is after you've watched some maybe documentaries you can tell how in northern europe um people like some different type of prisoners they they actually get a they don't really get punishment but it's more of like a new would you say opportunity 
for yeah. them to live in like although the space is confined but they are still having a decent amount of freedom so it's not completely locked you're not in a jail you're not having really bad food you're not they, they can have jobs they can have like different learning experiences they are allowed mm. phone times like they actually work close prisoners aren't treated as prisoners but more of humans who just start again that's the point i mean uk and us do offer like different programs within the jail but i was reading up that so they have rehab yeah they have different programs like anger management or like different programs to help you be able to come back into society um but the problem is apart well i was reading that um due to understaffing and crowded jails they aren't actually able to keep up with their education system within the jail and their programs which is why the rehabilitation rates are so high in these places whereas in in these nicer jails in Norway and Switzerland and these kind of um, places um, the, the rates are a lot lower mm. do you think maybe it's a cultural difference for why I mean they don't suffer with overcrowding issues like the UK does well well it's sort of like I would say in the UK prisoners aren't really treated as humans but they're like prisoners you have no freedom you have no phone time you've got like a limited amount of food the food is bad like overcrowding Nasty food and that's like <laughs> it it doesn't it's a really painful thing for them and Although people have committed crimes and they've hurt people, but does punishment like that actually works or giving someone another chance, but within a confined space? And that I think would link back to how people are raised, like different sort of parents. Like, is it punishment or is it more like give someone a chance and then they should be trusted, but then within like a limit? So you think within the jail, they should try harder for rehabilitation rather than punishment in the jail? exactly instead of just punishing them like ongoing punishment but giving them another chance makes them realize that they can actually try and be a better human but not ongoing and punishment because some other you can see how they would come out like they would do three years come out do something go back in two years come out five years like it's like counting the years it's like a cycle but then instead of that if they have an opportunity to learn and maybe pick up some simple skills and they can have a life after that because another issue that i want to raise is that many prisoners after coming out of prisons actually have nowhere to stay and many of them cannot apply for jobs due to a criminal record Mm. and it's really upsetting so maybe our justice system needs to work harder on actually supporting these prisoners re-enter society because just leaving them at the door of the like after they've served their time is just going to see them re-enter they've been left with no home i mean i i imagine a high percentage of prisoners lose their accommodation whilst in jail uh probably lose family relations due to it and are just left with re-entering that lifestyle and in here i'll have to share personal experience to you guys on what i believe about criminal records because i have been arrested before and it's really sad how i mean my case is cancelled right now so because they couldn't really find enough evidence to actually sue me but if they did and then i'll have a criminal record and i'm currently 17 and that's gonna affect lots of things further in life lots of jobs wouldn't take you further in life and 
I think that this society, this system of the society, like about how if one person does one thing wrong, and it's like an ongoing punishment forever, it isn't fair. We all make mistakes, small to big. We grow up to make mistakes. Certain mistakes are worse than others, but we also have to realize that some hurt people would just like hurt other people,、mm. and how, although. Nothing could be an excuse for certain crimes like murder or like any serious crimes like rape, but、yeah. at the same time, the the way there's actually lots of research and like like something that could base about how certain people like the they act many criminal offenders they do that, but then they've had a hard childhood or like they've had a hard like time like getting brought up, and I think that although I think that. Forgiveness should be a thing, but within the society, not just individuals, but the、mm. society as a whole. In terms of looking at who committed a crime and records and stuff. That's the point. I think maybe we should try harder to focus on、um, the events leading up to them doing the criminal act. I mean, there's so many other factors. Like, did they have an education growing up? Did they have a safe environment at home? There's just so many different elements that could. Lead them to do such things, and I think maybe if, as a society in the UK and America and places like that, if we try harder to keep the youth safe, and maybe maybe crime would go down, and we would see a difference culturally, 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 overall. And also, it's also like crime, like for certain crimes, obviously is wrong, but then there's different crimes. Like there's so many different crimes that like some of them doesn't even affect you being a good person or a bad person.、Mm. So like first of all, I'm just gonna make it clear. I actually got arrested for protesting, and that's like for a good cause because it's for like a society like important issue. And some other people they get, some people could go into prison for maybe defending their family, different sort of reasons. And I just think that we can't just judge people for that. But instead, obviously it's not gonna be the best place. It's not a five star hotel. But it is a space that a human should be in, not a rock solid metal bed、mm. with orange jumpsuits. Because orange is not the new black. <laughs> She did that, yeah. <laughs>、um, I, I think I, I was reading up, and it was I think it was called the Champ Champ Dolon Prison in Switzerland. is one of the、uh, one of the nicest and most relaxed、uh, prisons out there. And. In the meantime, we're gonna be open to any phone calls or any text messages regarding on your opinions, and we can discuss that. And during this ten-minute break, we're gonna be receiving questions, and we're gonna discuss about it. So the line is one one two zero three. Hit us up. We are here. Hi guys, and we're back after the break. So we so have some got, questions in. So the first one is from Ariana Duffus two three two zero three, and she said. Oh, bit aggressive. She actually said, "I disagree. I think that、oh. people should be punished exactly for what they've done, and considering that their crimes have hurt different people, especially serious crimes. That's really interesting. Such as drug、mm. trafficking, or like murder, or rape. She、yeah. thinks these ser- serious crimes, and they deserve to be punished, and they deserve to not be treated as treated as humans. I mean, that actually opens the gateway to the death penalty, and." Uh, different countries do still have that as a thing. I personally don't believe in it. I don't think any. I don't think we have the right to dictate what happens to someone else's life. But I mean, the saying goes, 
do the crime, do the time, you know? Neither do I. But then we've also got this argument about how, why is it that if someone kills one person, then they get life sentence. And if someone kills 10 people, they also get life sentence in countries without death penalties. Mm. But at the same time, in countries with death penalties, if you kill one person, you're also going for death. But if you kill 10 people, it's also just one death. And that's really (laughs) arguable. And personally, I agree with Ashton. I don't believe that we have the rights to take away anyone's lives. But at the same time, it's quite arguable because... Mm. Some people are quite dangerous. I mean, and the people are, some people are dangerous to society and we argued that people should be rehabilit- rehabilitated. But if you're actually incapable of being re-entered into society, what do you do with them? I mean, they would also be a, a threat in the jail and how would we see ourselves coming to a, a state where we can be like these jails in Switzerland where it's safe and it's a place of re- rehabilitation, you know? And I also think that we can all agree that to a certain extent to be locked up in a tiny room and to be only only foods given to you no social interaction at all for a lifetime it's mm. way worse than a quick death penalty right yeah and some people are suggesting that this should be the correct punishment for people who've done extreme crimes and i actually agree that maybe we should start implementing it in a certain extent like not just maybe some serial killers cannot go to those persons in switzerland but actually do deserve a punishment but i think we should slowly sort of build it up some with some smaller crimes yeah i I just got a message in from Haley bailey xoxo she's saying that oh she uh she thinks ariana's out of order and that we should look more into custodial oh custodial so non non non-custodial i see (laughs) so that that's a that's a really good point we, uh, as a country, we should look more into serving time through community service and places where you don't, in fact, enter the jail if you're not actually as dangerous as the public, you know? Yeah. And I think we should also <clears throat> sort of discuss on how, like, cer- certain crimes, certain, like, smaller crimes that some people couldn't po- directly pose danger to society, they can actually serve up instead of going to jail, but, like, a community service that sort of thing hmm. well I think that was a great great little session we had Laura I really enjoyed being here with you today on the podcast and let us know um, any of your opinions remember it's 11203 you can always text us and we're gonna be here for next week with a brand new topic yes well that's us signing off that's me and Laura um, answering our our debate topic on whether or not uh, there's a there's a cultural difference or just looking at different factors that play into why places like Switzerland and Norway have such low re, um, re-entering rates compared to places like America and the UK. Yep. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for listening. Thinking. Goodbye. Okay, I'll start. Goodbye. Okay, no need to humiliate me in front of the millions of people listening to this podcast right now. In front of right our now. giant audience. Exactly. Okay. How do we start this usually? Why do we forget every week? Um. Okay, I'll, you know what? I'll just do it. No, 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 no. No, we don't want to break the order, but of course we I, don't know I the don't order. I don't know. Did you start it that last I week have or did I? I have no clue. Ha <laughs>
Well, either way, <laughs> hello everybody, <laughs> and welcome to this week's installment of Is It Tuesday Yet? I'm Arlen, and I'm Cass, and today we're talking about um, a few issues surrounding prison systems in a few locations around the world, uh, mainly how prison systems contrast in different parts of the world, and what benefits and what drawbacks they have, in addition to what a reform could possibly do better. Now, let's just start with, um, uh, I'd say, sort of the the famous prison system. The prison system that a lot of people think of when they think of a stereotypical prison. Prisons in the U.S. Yeah, prisons in the U.S. are just all kinds of effed up. Um, it's... In the U.S., prisons focus on punishing the prisoners instead of <laughs> instead of helping them to recover and to get back into society um actually 28% of people who go into prison in the US are likely to return within 3 years of being released which is a lot of people coming back to prisons so quickly and that is because people are treated terribly they're not treated as humans which is obviously a giant problem um and it's not only the way they're treated it's also the environment that they live in i think everyone has seen some sort of american prison show prison break being the most obvious example and it's just literal cages surrounded by concrete there's no privacy. People are not allowed to have any sort of mental stimulation, like books, movies, that kind of stuff. Um, you look out the window, you see more cells and more concrete. And that is obviously terrible for your mental health and makes people so much more aggressive and so much more likely to relapse into the crime world, I guess. I don't know how to say that, but... You know what I mean? Yeah, to stay criminal and stay in sort of a, a an aggressive mindset, if that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. I mean, from what we hear and sort of what the stereotypical prison environment uh, seems like, it's uh, prison environments are very aggressive, very sort of, I want to say, macho and um, constantly everyone's vying for dominance uh, to not be yeah. shivved. <laughs> Now, maybe that's a bit uh, exaggerated, obviously. We wouldn't know. We haven't been yeah. in a prison. This is a big issue, and also a big issue in terms of ethics, is that in the U.S. particularly, specifically, um, prisoners are exploited for cheap labor. Yeah. Um, so in prisons during the day, prisoners will actually be doing work, manufacturing cheap items, uh, doing all kinds of like uh, cheap work, basically. But obviously they're not being paid the same way um, a worker, like a, a civilian worker would be paid. So it's literally a kind of modern day slavery in which these prisoners in a prison are not being rehabilitated in any way and are being forced into uh, into work without proper recompense. In American prisons, there is practically no way for prisoners to remain a good mental and physical health. Physical health, for obvious reasons, there's... A, the whole work thing, they're doing hard physical labor, not getting enough breaks, not being paid enough. Um, 
mental health also quite obvious they're not being treated as humans there is violence everywhere but also they don't get proper food I mean obviously they get food they need to survive because they're not gonna you know starve to death but they're not getting a healthy balanced diet which is gonna also make their physical health deteriorate um and obviously when you're being a treated like an animal being given no healthy food enough like balance in your life in general um like work life kind of thing um and only seeing violence and gangs outside of your window there is practically no chance of rehabilitating people in that kind of environment to bring them back to society as a functioning person it's practically impossible from what I've heard, from what I know, um, a pretty large proportion of prisoners are also um, mentally ill in some way, which yes. may or may not uh, have contributed to their criminality and will continue to contribute to their criminality. And because of the atmosphere of um, the prisons that they're being kept in, they're not going to be able to recover from their mental illness. In fact, it's only going to get worse which only then again leads to more criminality. Well, contrast that with um, prisons in Scandinavian countries, um, particularly Norway, for instance, a country where they shifted the prison system from punishment specifically to recovery and rehabilitation. Uh, Recidivism, which is um, the rate of criminals reoffending dropped after two years to only 20%. Now, for reference, in the UK, it's nearly 50% after just one year. So that is an enormous difference if you look at them side by side. And in the US, it's around 70. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the US, it's exactly uh, 60 to 70%, which is unbelievable. I mean, if you're thinking um, the people who are going out of prison which should have, like, if you think about the purpose of a prison, it's supposed to uh, um, make people stop offending, right? It's supposed to punish them, make them scared of going back to prison. But no, 60 to 70 people offend again and end up going back to prison anyway. So obviously something's not working the way it's supposed to be. Now, in Norway, um, the prison atmosphere is completely different. Um, Cells are hardly even cells anymore. They're cozy rooms. We were looking at uh, examples of Scandinavian prison cells earlier, and some of them are nicer than our dorm rooms here at school. There's comfortable common spaces. Prisoners have access to books and movies, any sort of stimulation. They can play board games with each other. There's programs going on um, within the prison, yoga and other activities that they can partake in to not only keep themselves occupied, but also learn new skills, acquire new skills, acquire social skills, network with new people, learn things that they can use when they get out of prison, things that are useful in life, things that just rehabilitate them into a, into our social society, society um, so that they do not relapse into criminality. 
which obviously is happening in the US. Now, imagine in the US, 60 to 70% of people reoffend. In the UK, about 50% of people reoffend. Now, crank that number down to 20%. How much money is left over now? that can be repurposed and fed into other places, like the school system. Places that need that money. And there's also been multiple studies on the fact that if everyone had access to better education, which would happen if more money got put into the school system, the rates of people who go into prison would sink even further just from that, because people would have access to all the education they need, they wouldn't be neglected by society, by the system, meaning they're more likely to become a functioning member of society and less likely to commit a crime. And that in turn would make more money available to feed into the school system.